medical information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for personal care. If you have or you suspect you might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of this radio show or their sponsors. Welcome to Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman of Total Fit and Rehab, coming to you from Century City, California. I'm your host, Lori Z. Join us each week to learn something new about your body, pain, and solutions with the one and only Jeremy Gateman. Hey, Jeremy, what's going on today? Hey, how are you? I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I, I know you and I were talking this morning, and you're... Uh... Your lovely significant other had a little knee surgery this morning, so I wanted to make sure that he's doing okay, and they didn't kick him out of bed or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did okay. It's funny because he's a doctor, so, you know, doctors are absolutely yeah. the worst patients. You know how that goes. But, uh, of course. Yep, yep, got him home, put him in bed. He's sleeping with the great Dane, so he'll probably oh be out God. for a while. Wow, I'm going <laughs> to send my wife yeah, as long as the dog doesn't jump on his knee, that's the big thing, you know, because his knees are exactly, <laughs> exactly. My uh, my wife is home with a <clears throat> with the uh, some type of virus that's going around, and I love my wife to death, but boy, is she a terrible patient, horrible. <laughs> we She's just want to be babied, <laughs> you know. When you're sick, you want to be babied. <laughs> you know, I try it. All she wants to do is just be left alone, but. She's stubborn. She doesn't listen. She sort of does her own thing. And you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to take my son on vacation. We're leaving for Hawaii tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Well, you two will have a good time, and she can stay alone. And that might not be bad. I like staying alone when I'm sick, too. I don't want anybody to see me when I'm sick, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get it. So I am actually planning uh, a, a really great weekend. He and I are going to go. Uh, do some scavenger hunting. We're going to go take a really great hike on Saturday morning. And uh, we're going to pack up a backpack with a bunch of fun stuff and some snacks. And uh, we're going to go search out whatever he wants to go and, and find. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward you're to planning. it. So it'll be a cool one. Yeah, you're planning for some fun. So does he copy, copy Daddy? Does he do what you do? Like he knows what you do at work. So have you taught him like what you do at work? <clears throat> Oh, my God, the kid's crazy. He loves <laughs> to stand on my back. He loves to massage. He loves to do the feet. He's such an amazing kid. And, yes, he does like to duplicate and talk about what I do at work. And and we have an amazing routine at, at home come nighttime and after bath or shower. We read a couple of books. Thursday night's a special night where he gets to go on my phone and choose a couple of bedtime stories instead of reading books. And he loves to have his feet rubbed. And actually, when we drive, I'll, he'll, he'll say, Daddy, you know, will you rub my feet? Because once we get in the car, he's like his dad. I can't <laughs> do it because I'm driving, but he loves to have his shoes off. He likes to have his socks off. And I rub his feet. The kid's in heaven. 
Oh, so my I can't God. Wait well, I, I know that I can older. relate to that feeling. Yeah, I oh, can relate to that yeah. feeling. So I'm looking forward to when he can drive. I can sit in the back seat, put my feet up there, and he can rub my feet. <laughs> yeah, well, he's only three, so you got a long way to go, right? I got a little ways to go. I got a little ways to go. So you and I have a fantastic show. I am so looking forward to it. We got a lot of stuff to cover. We have a great guest coming on, Jeff, who's going to be really interesting, very informative. Okay. And uh, it's going to be great. Well, let's talk about food and nutrition, diet and nutrition, because as you know, we talked off air. We each have our own our own issues with food, and I know I have spoken to you, um, you know, within the last couple of couple of days. Yeah. With, with nutrition, nutrition, like I'm an acidic person. I know I'm an acidic yes. person, so I know yeah, me I too. can. Yeah, so I know like you can put baking soda in water to try and make you more alkaline. And interestingly, a friend of mine sent me a chart that shows like five levels of foods that are acidic and five levels of food that are alkaline. And the hard part for me was there was almost nothing on the alkaline list that I liked. Everything was on the acidic list. And it's scary because you go, well, now I've got to change my whole diet in order to feel better. But what do you do when it's food you don't like so much? You you know what? And and you and I have had this topic. We've talked about this on the show <clears throat> uh, probably a month ago, talking about acidic being versus alkaline in one of the same foods. And, and I really incorporate a, a very sort of alkaline-based type diet, you know, no acid foods such as, you know, tomatoes and onions and no dairy in my diet, you know, kind of boring. And people look at it and say like, gosh, well, you're not having any fun. And I said, well, yeah, I am having fun because I feel good. So yeah. it's all about yeah. foods really represent how your body's going to react and how uh, you react. And it's so true. We were actually talking this morning here at the office about, you know, warm foods, warm things in the morning. When you can warm up your digestive system, it really makes a huge difference in the way the rest of your body is going to react. And heating up that digestive system in, in me, which we've talked about, you know, I've suffered since probably 99, 98 with digestive issues and ulcerative colitis. And so I've really constructed things for me that work really well. And some of those are recipes. And I know you and I are going to talk about a recipe that I really like uh, to cook for myself and that really works well with, you know, digestive issues. And also what's cool is in in my life, I have a lot of fun. And, and with my clients, I've got, you know, a handful of clients, maybe four or five clients that I've known for, you know, a long period of time, five plus years. And whenever I make something, a big pot of, you know, some type of stew type thing with lots of vegetables, I'll bring it in. They get so excited. And, and I love to cook. And I think all this sort of stuff with, you know, the cookbook that we've talked about and engaging right. people in talking about what our great foods to eat is sort of, this is where it sort of started. You know, I think with some of my clients are like, you know, have you cooked lately? And I was like, yeah, I'll bring some to you tomorrow. Okay. And they love it. And so one yeah. of the recipes that I really like, and this works really well for me, is ground chicken meatballs. And, you know, when we talk about protein, solid proteins, with people that have digestive issues or any type of arthritis, any type of immune 
type issue that's going on. Anytime that you can get a ground protein, and even that could be red meat, I prefer ground turkey and ground chicken. It's easier to digest a solid piece of meat, such as a chicken breast and or a turkey breast, can be sometimes tough to digest. And so I kind of came up with this recipe sort of just off the top of my head. Well, it and sounds it like a good healthy. Yeah, it sounds like a good healthy one. Yeah, it's just when I look at the list of vegetables on the alkaline list, it's you know had stuff that I went, oh, like I don't really eat anything on that list. And then I go to the acidic side, and that's everything I eat, and that can explain why I don't feel yeah. energized like you do. I think maybe the foods I'm eating are just so acidic that it brings me down and it makes me not it, feel it, healthy. It does, and, and a lot of that represents the in, the consistent inflammation that someone has in their body, right? If there's consistent mm-hmm. inflammation in the body, it doesn't, it's not able to bring you forwards, pull you out of that, right, and represent a, an additional positive point of energy. <clears throat> but when I came up with this, I'm gonna, I want to go over this because I think it'll be really cool for people to hear this, and, and I think it'll be mm-hmm. sort of we can start maybe doing this, you know, uh, once every show or once every other show is talking about a recipe that really can give and represent um, a starting point for somebody. So what I do is, you know, you go to the market and you grab some ground chicken or you grab ground turkey. I personally prefer the organic. Uh, It's usually about a pound, maybe a little bit over and in a bowl. Uh, a plastic or metal bowl, I take one cracked egg, I take my seasonings, and usually it's, uh, I, I just do a straight teaspoon of garlic powder, I do parsley, I do a little bit of dried onion, and that's preferable. If someone doesn't want to do that because they get irritated with onion, then leave it out. I do with onion, but if it's dried onion, I don't have the effects. It's easier for me to digest because it's absorbed in all those other liquids. And okay. I put some paprika. I whisk all that together, really cool. In fact, my son loves to do it, so I let him do it. And I add in about a quarter cup to maybe a little bit less of a half a cup of gluten-free rolled oats. So no breadcrumbs, just rolled oats. And I mix all that stuff up, and I add the meat. I mix it all up all together, and I let it stand for about 10 minutes because I want those mm-hmm. oats to get absorbed into the meat and uh, in that liquid. And then I start making my meatballs. I usually do a nice size, medium size spoonful. And I put a little bit of grapeseed oil in a pan that I can put a top on, like a frying pan. Mm -hmm. And I put a little bit of either grapeseed oil or coconut oil inside. And I heat it up for about 30 seconds. And I start dropping these meatballs in. And I brown them on each side. And I cover it. And I turn down the heat and I let it cook for, I don't know, probably a good 15, 20 minutes. And it's done. And, and the great thing about it is is it's super moist. And that's also another thing with digestive issues is eating things that are too dry. People don't think of these things. And, and that's kind of why I so get excited when you and I do the show is really giving people this great information. Dried foods, when the chicken is too dry, your turkey's too dry, whatever it may mean, it's tougher to digest. There's not enough moisture, so your body has to pull other nutrients and other hydration from your body, right? So it's got to work harder. Mm-hmm. What's great about these meatballs, for me, having the challenges of digestion, is it digests really easy. The meatballs are really moist. 
And <clears throat> I usually put it with just plain steamed vegetables. I'm a huge zucchini fan, so I love yellow and green zucchini. And uh, it's great. I love it. So if people want actual more information, they can call me for other recipes before that book comes out. Yep, and actually we're going to go to commercial, so I'll give out your number, 310-994-9477, or go to Jeremy's website at totalfitmandrehab.com. And we are taking live callers at 888-627-6008, going to a commercial. We'll be right back. back on Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman. Um, you just gave out a great recipe. I'm going to make you yes. work on that recipe book because it sounds so, Ooh. it sounds It sounds like I like the food that, that you make. Uh, I, will, so that's what the, <laughs> I talk to you all the time about this. Gosh, I get so sad that you are far away. It yeah, would be so amazing if you were an hour away. And, I'd be coming uh, over to you for be, cooking lessons. <laughs> you man, know, it's something I'll tell different. You, it, 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 it's, it's so cool. You know, what I cook for myself, you know, I'll do it on a Saturday or a Sunday. Uh, lately, I've been doing, you know, like a big pot of vegetables, organic vegetables, and a little bit of low-sodium chicken broth. And I'll saute all these vegetables together, and I'll add in a little bit of cut chicken breast and sort of make it like a a stewy kite type thing. And, and, and I'll have that for lunch all week, and I'll bring my clients some, and, and they really enjoy it. One thing I want to do, my, my wife will probably kill me, but I'm going to talk to her about it, and, and you and I can maybe do this too and figure out how to do it, is do a segment at my house where we can tape it and do a segment where if someone wants to call in and they want to come to my house and do a cooking segment with me, mm-hmm. we're on. Oh, that's a great idea. So, I think that's an excellent idea. I think idea. we should do it. So if there's yeah. anybody out there that wants to come and do a cooking segment, Let's do it. I think it'll be a lot of fun, a lot, uh, super exciting. And not only will I learn something, but but they'll learn something. Yep. I mean, that sounds like a good idea. Now, I want I want to actually talk to you in this segment because I know we're gonna have a guest on in a little bit about yeah. hypermobile syndrome because I I do have I have like everything, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> but I really do. But my like my 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 wrists, my fingers, my my feet, yeah. my ankles. So. I grew up, I think that it means that I have loose tendons and I can stretch like my mm-hmm. feet back further than most people. There are certain exercises right. I can do, um, you know, and so in some ways, like when I was a kid in gymnastics, that was a good thing. But I find that as you get older, it might not be such a good thing. So maybe talk a little bit about hypermobile syndrome, what it is, what it means. Is there anything you can do about yeah. it? It's it's really interesting. It's it's super common, um, and it usually is a very common childhood condition that involves joints that can move beyond the normal ranges of motion. And it usually does start when we're kids, you know, with specific activities such as gymnastics and, you know, other sports, soccer and baseball. It's really prominent more in the hip and knee joints. You also get it in your fingers. 
Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because some of the symptoms, you know, uh, when I was younger, I had, I don't know if it was growing pains, but I was really flexible as a kid. I didn't have this of being more hypermobile, but I must have had some other types because I was super active. And I thought, wow, you know, what am I going to do? My knees are hurting. And I started doing some specific exercises even when I was younger, and it really helped. But <clears throat> most of the time, it's not properly diagnosed. It's misrepresented as other things, you know, whether it be overuse, tendinitis, bursitis. It's not necessarily looked at as sort of a, a condition, which it is. And when we get older, it definitely presents more issues because you don't want to have that over range of motion in a specific joint, specifically your hips and knees, because those are weight-bearing joints. You want to be able to have those to last you for a long time and to have that stability. And one of the things that you don't want to do if you do have this syndrome is you don't want to overstretch, right? You don't want to go beyond a specific point. And that's really a big issue. You know, I have a couple clients that are hypermobile. And so we have to go through stretches, not like a normal hamstring stretch, for example, right? Most people stretch their hamstrings where the leg is completely straight. Well, that won't work because you're not stretching the hamstring. You're actually putting more stress on the hip joint. Not a good idea. Don't do that. Mm. Most, the, the, the best way for you to do it is to resist and to support someone with hypermobility is to bend the knee, put your thumb in between sort of that underneath uh, of the knee where it sort of bends and put your hand on their heel and sort of push back a little bit, right? So you're not right. extending the leg. You're actually putting a little bit of stress on the actual hamstring and calf, and okay. that's the best way to do it. But in regards to how can you help yourself, how can you help this condition? <clears throat> well, one of the most important things is stop overstretching your joints. That's one thing, right? Resist going through that over range of motion and trying to get a stretch where you're not getting a stretch because all you're doing is just you're irritating the joint and you're actually wearing it down. One of the things you want to do is start going through small, isolated muscle contracting movements, right? You want to start building up the muscle tissue. You want to start building up the strength of the other connective tissues, ligaments, and tendons that associate with that joint and muscle group. Because what you want to do is build more support, not necessarily weight, but you want to build more strength and endurance and muscle tissue that associate with that joint so you eventually have more there that also resists that over range of motion. So when I have a client come in for me with uh, that over range of motion, hypermobility syndrome, those are the things that we work on. We're not actually in the gym working and pressing weight. That's not going to work. We actually go through manual type movements under resistance that I'm giving them to contract these muscles and to take the stress off of the joints. So now let me ask you you now a really bizarre question. You're going to laugh. I I like bizarre. I I like bizarre. I was reading on contortionists, you know, like yeah. Cirque du Soleil, like contortionists. Yeah. But most of them I read aren't actually born that way. They develop that way 
over time. And I'm assuming right. that it's from overstretching all the muscles so they can put themselves into these really weird positions because they've, they've trained their muscles to do exactly what you're saying not to do, correct? Right, right. It's, it's, it's almost like, you know, this was, uh, gosh, how many, a couple months ago when some of the gymnasts were talking about some of their training. And I think one of the coaches got in trouble because he had them in the splits, forcing them in the splits and holding it, right? And there were some injuries that occurred, right? Some, I think one of the girls uh, had some hip issues and there were some detachments there. So, yeah, you know, it's not always that you're born with this. People work at it specifically the professionals, the gymnasts, the people that are in Cirque du Soleil. By the way, those people are incredible. Have you ever seen a Cirque du Soleil show? Uh, Not live, but I've seen them on TV, and and they're amazing. They're incredible. Yeah, yeah. you wonder how they are able to do what it is that they're doing. I look at that, and I go, okay, I'm hypermobile in certain parts of my body, but not like that, you know? Right. They can stick themselves in a box that's real tiny. We we should sign you up. <laughs> that would be cool. I'm too old now for that. You'd never get me. I, maybe I'd get in the box, but I don't think I could get myself out, Jeremy. But the cool part about the Cirque du Soleil is it's not about seeing someone like put their foot behind their head. There's an artistic part of this. It's so pretty. And oh, it's I amazing actually to see them. Yeah, it's a it's 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 really amazing. And I think the shows are really great. They represent a lot of things. And I think it's a show that you can actually take your young kids to, right? There's not a lot for us parents that have young kids uh, besides, you know, the normal Sesame Street type stuff. But my my wife and I are actually looking at trying to get some tickets to a Cirque du Soleil show to take our son, which will be really cool because it is. It's, It's informative. It's amazing. They're amazing performers. I look at that and go, I don't have any clue how they're able to, you know, bend over in those positions. They, I mean, I yeah, think it's a natural thing, but it's not always. They work at it. You know, they really work at it. I actually have had a couple of clients that actually pursued uh, getting involved in the Cirque du Soleil uh, groups. And it's interesting that these athletes, because they're absolute athletes, work really hard at keeping their mobility. But now going back to what you and I talked about earlier in the show is diet intake, talking about acidity and alkaline, all that stuff. These people, these men and women have diets that you wouldn't believe that really reduce inflammation. They're very, very consistent because the least bit of inflammation that they have can really mess up their their routine, right? One day they can wake up right. feeling extremely mobile. The next day they can wake up feeling like they're holding a lot of fluids and their jo- joints don't move and trouble. We got problems. Sounds they like it. Well, I, wanna go to, I don't have yeah, problems, I go to, but they do. I want to go to a commercial break. When we come back, I want to talk about pets, you know, one of my favorite yeah. topics. Yeah, so let's do that. But to visit Jeremy's website, go to totalfitandrehab.com. We are taking live callers, 888-627-6008. We will be right back.
And we are back. Yes, we're back. Thanks for staying with us here on Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman. I'm your host, Lori Z. And uh, we wanted to cover a little bit about pets and pet aches and pains. You oh, know, yeah. Especially, Great. you know, like, yeah, like senior pets have aches and pains. You know, pets can get injured pretty easily. So what they are can, some of yeah. the things? Yeah, what are some of the things that you can do if your pet has aches and pains? You know, it's, it's interesting. And I started doing this with my dog at home when she was, I don't know, probably <clears throat> eight months to a year and a half because she started onset arthritis and she had some some strains earlier on. So I really started learning how I could help her out because that was really important. We didn't want to have issues down the line where, you know, she wasn't going to be walking and <clears throat> arthritis really set in or she was more susceptible to sprains and strains. So I actually started, you know, doing specific techniques on her. And, and some of those were as simple as taking a heating pad, laying down with her and putting them either on her sort of front leg, sort of shoulder area, right? Mm -hmm. If she had some issues there, or I would also put them on the back hips and, you know, you put it on a, a medium heat, you make sure that it doesn't get too hot. You know, you yeah. want to monitor that because they're definitely more sensitive and they can't communicate with us. And if they did, we'd be, that would be pretty amazing, right? Dogs right. turned around and said, hey, it's too hot. Turn this thing <laughs> down. Um, so I, I really started doing that. And then I started sort of just massaging her paws a little bit to the time. And the, the paw, you know, the movable sort of wrist part that they have both in the front and, and back part, because that's important. You want to open that up. Because for animals, right, they're on fours. You want to make sure that they have full ranges of motion. And right. what I used to do also was just sort of massage her hips. I used to just sort of find kind of little tender areas. I used to find big bodies of muscle on her back hind legs. And I used to just sort of massage them a little bit, sort of in a, a clockwise. You always kind of want to go in sort of clockwise position. It sort of feels better. And I would do that maybe once a day, um, you know, maybe every other day. And I actually uh, had a couple of neighbors, which was super cool, um, that got word of what I was doing. And they started talking to me about their animals. And I actually started helping their animals. This is actually a really true story. Um, when we lived, when we actually first bought our house, um, our, our next door neighbor had an animal. And uh, she strained herself. So I'd go over there and show them how to do this. And it's a super productive thing. It not only helps your pet, it, it not only brings you closer, it's a bonding thing. You know, always make sure that you are touching your dog and, and making sure that you don't get bit. That's, you know, make sure you protect yourself, know your animal. But these are okay. super productive things that I've learned that are very, very helpful. Uh, one of the other things that I really like is, you know, when you take your dog for a walk and, and whether your dog has had previous injuries or not, um, or your dog is getting older, see how they walk. That's really important. See, you know, walk behind your dog. You know, there, there should be a, a really smooth transition from front paw to back paw. If you see that they're back legs are possibly concaving in and the, the step is changing a little bit, 
that's something that you want to look at because that not necessarily is normal. And, and as we know with animals and being animal lovers, um, like golden retrievers, they have what they call hip dysplasia, which is, you know, degenerative breakdown of those hip joints. So that's something right. that you want to look at when you right. are, then, are spending time with your animal. Yeah, I know. I have great Dane. I've had great Danes. I have a great Dane now. And I, you got to yeah. watch the hip dysplasia issue. That's always a thing. And, you know, I always massage my dog just because he loves it. But I find that, you know, it also lowers my blood pressure, which is what loving oh my God. does. So yeah. it's sort of a bonus when you do that for your dog. It's like mutual love. You know, it's just unconditional love. What, what about drinking enough water? That's, that's, yeah. You know, I, I'm i a huge fan of not only us as, as humans, you know, making sure that we get enough hydration, but your animal, right? Again, your animals can't talk. Making sure that if you've got an active animal or you're active and you want your your pet to be active, make sure that you hydrate your pets. And, you know, there's a misconception that, you know, when it's hot outside, you want to give your dog cold water. Actually, there's research that shows in, in Europe, a, a huge dog person, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I know that when, when we researched this, because we were super active with, with Sierra when she was younger, is that you don't want to give your dog cold ice water. It's not a productive right. thing. Remember, you don't want to cool their temperature, their core temperature down that fast. You want to yeah, give well, them some, just regular? Right. There are some doctors that say giving ice or cold water when it's hot outside to, to a dog, especially in deep, deep battle-chested dogs like I have, it, it can actually cause bloat. Their stomach can twist. And so right. it's better off it to have the room and, temperature. Even though you're thinking ice, you would drink an ice-cold you know, Coke or ice-cold water. For them, it's just better to have room temperature. Different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally different. I'll tell you, you know, when I come home, I don't get greeted by my wife, you know, oh, how was your day, honey? (laughs) (laughs) It's the dog. But the dog goes, yeah, you're home, daddy, you're home. (laughs) It's the best, you know, she brings me her toy, she gets so excited. I walk into the house, you know, then my wife says, hey, you know, how was your day, honey? I'm like, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Let me tell you about it. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. But yeah, you know, um, I, I actually am, you know, involved with what you and I have chatted about. My neighbor has a, a rescue um, and, uh, you know, we're going to sit down and, and talk and, and maybe she'll come on the show with us one day, but uh, we're super uh, excited about that. And, uh, you know, she's got lots of dogs. I've talked to her about some therapy that she can do with animals because when you rescue an animal, you don't know, you, you sometimes don't know what you're going to get. Right. So, right. Oh, yeah. you know, you may you may adopt a dog that's already got some arthritis issues. And so uh, maybe we can sort of make a little pamphlet or as we do the shows, we can uh, put something out there with little tips out <clears throat> on a email or on Facebook. I can put some stuff out there for people. So if they've got questions, they've got some references or call us, give us a call, ask us questions. We're here. We want to help you out. It's really a fun thing, and uh, <clears throat> it's it's super productive. Get you know helps you get some knowledge. Yeah. Now I, I do want to go to a commercial break. We've got your uh, a caller Jeff on the line. So Jeff, we've got Jeff. Us. Yep, we're going to go to a, a quick commercial break. We'll be back in just a moment.
back on Body Talk Live, Jeremy Gateman. And if you want to reach Jeremy, you can call him at 310-994-9477 or go to totalfitandrehab.com. And we've got a caller, Jeffrey, on the line. Jeff, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for uh, having me on the show this afternoon. Oh, my God. Well, thanks for... uh... Thanks for taking the time out and uh, doing this show with us. I really appreciate. And uh, I know we had you on the show before, but uh, it uh, was great, and I appreciate you doing this again with us. So let's talk, my man. I know you have lots to talk about. I want you to let it loose. Don't hold anything back. And uh, I want to. I want to talk about you and I sort of discussed a little bit about what we wanted to talk about. <clears throat> and I know that this is uh, going to be a cool topic. So let's, uh, let's talk about it. I want to hear some of your views. Yeah, well, uh, absolutely. Th- thanks again. And um, what we had discussed previously was just, you know, as part of, you know, what you do uh, in total fit and rehab really, you know, is, not just so much physical therapy, but it really is a, a total type of package where you're, you know, concentrated on, you know, the the entire body, and you know, it, it it's more than all that. It's a you know, a, more so a, a total way of life and uh, yeah. and wellness. Yeah. So yeah, you know. Um, yep. Go ahead. No, you know, is is just we we spoke about, um, and, and this is important. And and you came up with this, and this was really cool. Is you know, people being you being me being the best versions of ourselves of yourself, and that means that it's mental, it's physical, it comes from nutrition. And it comes from other places. We all, you know, have our lives. We all have crazy things going on, you know, and this was really cool. And I want to hear more about that because I know I have known you now probably three, three and a half years. And I saw you this week and I commended you for you traveled a lot with your son when you did hockey, and, and that's so cool. And I hope that I have the gift of being able to do that with my son. But I don't want to divert too, too much, but let's talk about what you came up with this, about being the best version of you. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I feel it's really about being in balance, and I think uh, that kind of comes along with, um, I guess, you know, aging and maturity, um, you know, like, uh, like yourself, we're, you know, in the, in the middle age part of things. We're getting old, man. A little bit, but you know, it's, (laughs) it's really good to be able to kind of reflect on where you, you've come from and realize that, Hey, you know, uh, everything's okay. We've got our, you know, stable relationships. We're surrounded with, um, good family, good people. And, you learn not to sweat the small stuff, and that really kind of helps with your mental outlook when it seems like it's it's so easy to be stressed all the time or always be on the go and under the gun Yeah, where you yeah. kind of have to take the time to pause, take a deep breath, and say, hey, you know what? There's no big deal here. We're just going to you know, yeah. move forward on whatever you know issues or obstacles seem to be in the way and um, 
a big part of that is, like I said, keeping yourself in balance, and that has everything to do with maintaining a healthy lifestyle. So, right, you know, it's and not, it's tough. Yeah, it's, it's not just to... about hitting, you know, the gym a couple of days a week. It's about, you know, making sure you're well rested or you're on a good exercise program and, and you're, yep. you're taking care of your body and you're you're eating right and you're getting enough rest and you know by balancing yourself out and as I said being the, the best version of yourself that you can be it actually is good for your your mental outlook and absolutely um, you know you have much more uh, enjoyable experiences every day instead of you know seeing everything through a negative lens, everything all of a sudden is, is quite positive and, and quite right. good. So. And I'm guilty. I'm totally guilty of being that person that overthinks sometimes or just worries about more than I should. You know, it's being able to, as you said, um, you know, don't sweat the small stuff and, and being able to figure out, well, gosh, what are those, what are those small things? Because everything that's coming at me seems pretty substantial but when you think about it they're they're not and being able to control and get your mindset to fire that way man it's tough yeah absolutely it's much easier said than done um you know i'm here i am talking about positive mental outlook and everything's all great and i've just spent you know the better part of the last couple of days getting you know, all my documentation uh, together for tax season and going through over some financial stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling like a little bit of the, the stress of that. You know, it's not something yeah. that, that I enjoy doing and it, you know, it kind of taints your mood a little bit. And then you have to say, oh, you know, whatever. It, it's just another year. Yeah. We'll, we'll you know, get everything together and, and move forward. So it, it, it's right. something you have to work at. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think that, you know, when you said, you know, about the gym a couple of days a week, I don't think, you know, let's let's make this fun. Let's let's make this exciting. You know, number one, um, you know, when I came up with wanting to do this show, <clears throat> I want it to be fun. I want people to feel energized. That's what it's all about. I don't want to just, you know, uh, talk and give information and stuff. I want people to be engaged in, in other ways of how the show is is being presented and you know whatever your exercise routine i don't care you know whether you go out for 20 minutes you go out for a run you know for 20 minutes or you're you're going for a walk all these things that you do in a proactive uh way you're, you're proactive for yourself makes all the changes you know increasing you know you and i talk about your exercise routine and i wish i had more time to do that you do a lot of the Orange Theory stuff, which I love. It's super, super high impact and active. But you feel great. When you're done, it definitely changes how you feel and how you're going to challenge that day. Oh, absolutely. And like everything else, easier said than done. You know, you, you want to get into the gym, you want to get it done, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to do that when it's still, you know, a little darker out in the morning, it's a little colder, and you're like, oh, you know, am I really going to make it there today? And I always find that, you know, once I'm done, uh, it's always the right call, you know? I never, you know, never left once after completing a workout saying, you know what, I should have just stayed in bed. (laughs) So, you know, you definitely get that uh, that feeling of uh, of energy and, uh, you know, it gives you what you need to to get through the day. So, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Let's let's talk about more the the nutrition because I know that you're a big nutritional guy and and you've made some major amazing changes <clears throat> over the last six months to the year and you know for for I know for you you have a specific regimen you know and and I think that's cool and not everybody has to have one you know don't stress yourselves out to figure out. Uh, oh my God! Do I have to eat that? Do I have to eat this? Do you know? Do I need to buy that? Eh, you know, that's get yourself. Yeah, on yeah. A, I, I think I, I think it's not a yeah, Laura. That's, you you and I have talked about that. Yes. Yeah, and, I think and it's that's a question what, of um, trying to kind of put yourself in a place of what works for you. So for you know some people that want to take it to an extreme level, um, you know some some people I know. Uh, from the gym as well or, you know, so serious about that where they're kind of, you know, weighing out and measuring every single portion and everything that goes into their mouth. And uh, the results are, are absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm not, you know, anywhere near that level, but I know certain things that I want to stay away from. And it's just about education. I think a lot of people don't even realize, you know, what they're eating or what's in the food supply and like yep. anything else, it's yep. a question of ed- educating yourself. I mean, the next time you're in the in the market or the grocery store and you feel like, you know, having that, you know, food choice, you know, just flip over the package, take a look at the label, and, you know, once yeah. you see some of those, you know, sugar contents or the amount of chemicals in them, you know, if that's not enough to, to make you put it back <laughs> on the shelf, then, right. well, nothing is. Right. So you're kind of saying which... Actually, Lori and I talked about uh, a week or two ago, reading labels. I'm a reader, right? I, I read mm-hmm. labels, food labels. Um, I think it's kind of proactive. I think it teaches you something. Not that you have to drive yourself batty and crazy, but it's kind of make it fun. And, you know, I there, there's nothing wrong. Everybody says, you know, it, it's baloney. Don't, you know, don't. Just stay out of the perimeters of your market. You know, you can go through the aisles and stuff. You know, listen, there's things in there. It's fine. I think people make too much of it, um, and it's individual choice. <clears throat> and I think that, you know, little efforts go a long way. And uh, one thing I do want to remind you, Jeff, is that I know that your wife is an amazing baker, and I haven't had any of those bakers yet, buddy. <laughs> I'm waiting. You know, fun, I'm waiting. Funny, funny you should mention <laughs> that because there's like a fresh batch of biscotti that just came out of the oven this morning. All oh my like god! Almond flour and all these great mm. things, and I literally I look at it. It tastes delicious. I'm like, do me a favor, package this up and just get it out of my sight because once Where, I start Lori, on something, can, there, there's yeah. there's no turning back. Like I can't have one or two. I need six. That's just oh how I roll yeah. some of these. Wait, how am I going to get some of these? You know what? I have no idea. It sounds like you're on the outside <laughs> looking in right about now. I wow. am. Yeah, we're going to have to go to a break, guys. So, Jeff, I want to thank you for, for joining us. I think I want some of those, too, except I'm in Florida, so you'll have to figure out how uh, to send it, them. That's fine. I'll come come down in studio. I, I get to Florida a couple times a year. It's all good. Oh, very good. You let me know. Man. See, that's you're going to get them before me. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Jeff. And we're going to go to a break. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman. And uh, Jeff was a great a great guest, and I'm hungry he's, now. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, his wife, yeah, I know. His <laughs> wife, I hear all these things that she bakes. <clears throat> and this was going back, you know, a couple of years ago, and I hear about these amazing biscottis, and now he's on his, um, you know, he really watches what he eats. She really has cleaned up some of the way, you know, with almond flour and stuff. Man, I want some of these. Yeah, they sound they sound good and they're healthy. And they, they sound, sound good. great. You know, I yes, think I think people associate healthy food with unpleasant food. You know, but I understand what you're talking about because I realized from talking to you, yeah, I want everything that has sugar in it, even though I cut back a lot. Everything yeah. has chemicals in it, and and I don't. Fortunately, I don't need a lot of salt. But when I look at the back of packages, you know, nothing is natural anymore. That's that's part of the problem. It's, you know, it's it's the craziest thing. Nothing's natural anymore, and you know, even our fruits and vegetables aren't even natural anymore. I've got a client yeah. who um, was a professional horticulturist. Um, you know, she had a business to where she did a lot of planting. She knows a lot about a lot of things in regards to plants and fruits and vegetables and things like that. And it's really crazy on how many pesticides that are used. And one of them is Roundup, right? Roundup is actually yeah, been used for one, many, yeah. many years. And so, you know, for me and for my family, everything that we put on the table that we can get our hands on is organic. Now, whether that makes a huge difference or not, I'm happy to spend the extra couple of dollars. And it makes me feel better. I know that with the fruits and the vegetables that I buy that are organic, they don't last as long. So for me, that's sort of a hint that they're a little bit better because the ones that aren't last a whole lot longer. Mm-hmm. And it, it's true. <clears throat> Making choices. I think that for me, I want to take the confusion out of making those choices. I think, you know, when someone goes to the market and I run into it's funny, I run into one of our neighbors all the time. She thinks I'm stalking her. And I'm like, no, wait, you're stalking me. You know, we <laughs> run into the market at least twice a month. And, you know, she asks me the same questions. She knows that I'm a super active guy. She knows that I eat really healthy. How do you make those choices? I said, listen, you know, I live in a household where my wife loves junk food. She loves candy. She loves mm-hmm. all these other things that I don't eat. And, you know, does it, present a challenge? Yeah, sure. Sometimes it does. But, you know, making those choices for you. And that doesn't mean that you have to clean everything up and you got to get rid of everything in the house. And if you've got some Oreos and some Chips Ahoy in the cupboard, don't throw them away. Eat them. Enjoy yourself. Well, we we, you we know, got one round but, here. Yeah, but I'm going to bet your wife is like me. If you have uh, If you have a box of Oreos, you can't eat just one or two or three. Totally. And so especially, like, I'm not a TV watcher, but if I sit down to eat a meal in front of the TV, say I'm home alone, if I were to do that, I would, like, eat through the whole box. i go, oh, just one more. Oh. Just one more. Listen, oh, just I one love, more. Oh, I love my wife to death. She will sit with a giant package of sunflower seeds, and she'll go through the whole thing in a night watching her, her crazy reality shows. She'll go mm-hmm. through the whole thing. I'll go in and uh, throw things away early in the morning. <clears throat> eggshells, whatever it may be, and there's a pile of of shells. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, she loves that stuff. I, I can't do that, um, and I try to cook. I do most of the cooking at home, 
and I try to make healthy meals for us. You know, sometimes she's <laughs> sometimes she's in it, sometimes she's not in it, and uh, and that's okay. But you know, I think the most important thing is someone is wanting to make transitions into uh, a healthier lifestyle. Is do things one step at a time. Start with one thing. You know, I, I kind of say start with one meal and pick a meal, whether that's your your breakfast, your lunch, or dinner. Don't drive yourself freaking crazy and batty. It, it, it doesn't make sense. And I want to quickly talk about what you and I did earlier in the segment of the show of doing that cooking thing at my house. Right. I think it'll be cool. I think it, I think it would. I think you'd be able to teach a lot of people how to eat healthy. I think also, you know, the other thing is most people like me, we go to a, a close-by supermarket and so yeah. you're, it's, it's impulse. It's, you're tempted because everything that's like on those outside aisles is usually junky, sugary stuff. Sure. And so sure. it's almost like I would need to go into a store where everything is all natural and healthy only, you know, because there are a lot of people that are acidic. And, I, and the sugar, they say, that contributes to people who have cancer and, and may cause it and maybe worse. I, I need like a non-cancerous yeah health food store where everything I would buy would only make me turn alkaline from acidic. Right. That's, what I, that's what I would need. Let's, I'm going to make a list. I'm going to make a list for you. And, and you know what you and I can do is I'm going to give you this list and, and then you and I can put it out there. We can put it on Facebook. We can talk about it on the show about Good specific idea. foods. But the most important thing that I want you to do for me is to give me a list of the foods that you like because then I can sort okay. of flip things around a little bit. And it gives me information, that. so we got it. It's a done deal. All right. Well, I think it was, I think it was a great show today, and it sure uh, was. I want to yeah, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us on Body Talk Live with Jeremy Gateman of Total Fit and Rehab. Please join us again next week. We're going to have another exciting and informative show. So you can check out Jeremy's page at totalfitandrehab.com. Be well.